To enter the asylum, a podcast where two brothers try and watch uh, political films. I uh, guess. Yes, we we've changed the podcast. We're venturing to a bold new territory now. <laughs> I'm your top secret FBI CS, uh, CIA agent Benjamin. I'm your conspiratorial host John. And I'm your dad. Yeah. Hey, who is this? Daddy, Daddy Asylum joins us again. <laughs> Daddy Asylum. Uh, that's the best I could come up with. <laughs> Okay. Uh, deep, deep, um, something. Uh, deep, 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 deep throat asylum. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking like, uh, never mind. Very blown it. Let your swamp. <laughs> uh, yeah. So we're being very political this week because we just watched the nine eleven commission report. Released in two thousand six. Uh, feels like something that came out in 2003. The politics yeah. of this movie are very right-wing. V- interesting. I'll, I got put that way. Do, do you remember um, what year... I, I mean, I'm thinking that the actual 9-11 Commission report was released in 2004. That Does makes that sense. sound right to you? That, that sounds right. I, I don't, kind of I don't remember know, but a it job sounds I had. about right. Yeah, I kind of remember a job I had that... Um, where the uh, where they were covering the release of it on on the news, and that would place it about two thousand four, possibly in yeah yeah two thousand four, no later than two thousand four, I think is when it came out. So so two thousand six is, isn't crazily late then. It is possible that Lay Scott, like this being a passion project of his, Lay Scott being a director of this film, uh, that he it took him a while to make it. Mm-hmm. Um, but why 2006 strikes me as uh, very late is that this is a very like raw, raw America, America's place in the world, in you know overseas and fighting terrorism. And 2006 is the year that most of America finally turned away from that and went, no, we're actually kind of sick of this endless war. Uh, we're kind of tired of this. And that finally manifested itself in electoral victories for the Democrats that year. Like, that was the year that people actually got tired of the Iraq war. But here, Lay Scott, being the right-winger that he is, uh, just came roaring in with this thing, saying, like, you know, timely as ever. I do believe there were two other 9-11 films that came out this uh, 2006 as well, though. This was oh, competing okay. with, actually. Oh, so? Okay. Yes. Just like every other Simon film, this was designed <laughs> to compete with some this, other product. That's amazing. Holy crap, Asylum. Um, I can hunt them down if you want real quick. Was, was Flight, uh, I want to say 93, was that one of them? Possibly. Or what about mm. Oliver Stone's 9-11? Those oh, are the no. only two Those are the only two nine eleven films I could think of. You those know, and the funny thing, the I two. haven't seen either of those movies. So Me neither. useless as far as, like, comparing So the two films movies. were 19, uh, United 93 and World Trade Center. United 93, okay. Oh, World Trade Center, is that the Oliver Stone film? 
Uh, oh, possibly. look at that. They both came out in 2006. What do you know? Holy uh, yes, crap. it was. It was. There's like, well, I mean, there's no appetite in, in for a, a 9-11 film because no, we all saw it. I think I think those, and I think none of those movies did that well because, what about, what about, um, what's that I think one you, called? Extremely I think you, Loud and, you know what, what I'm talking about? It's like no. Extremely Loud and, and Up Close or something like that. That, that no. movie was bigger than any of these, um, but I can't think of what it is. But that was like a personal story rather than a. Um, uh, is that the well? There's the documentary uh, that was made by the firefighter who had a ca- the New York firefighter who had a camera on him, and oh, he wow. was the guy who captured the footage of the first plane striking the World Trade Center. Oh. But the whole documentary is like his fire crew going down to the World Trade Center, actually entering the tower and just barely making it out with their wow. lives. No, okay. I, don't, I don't even know about this one. I, don't I, I just called. avoided 9-11 product in general. Well, because I, we were all exposed it was endlessly to it. Because freaking like, weird to, to live through. You know, yes. I, like the last thing I needed was somebody doing a, you know, a fictionalization of it, songs about it, poems oh about it, novels Anything about, about it. it. Anything None about it. None of it, it you know. And, like, and Hollywood, to their credit, I think, recognized there was no appetite for really a 9-11 film. Because, yeah. I mean, like... We all saw it on TV. It's like what what angle? And part of it was probably just that, like um, you know, they didn't want to uh, court the controversy of mm-hmm. you know nine eleven family victims being like you're exploiting this. Oh yeah, which is true of any like you know um, biopic about a tragedy. That, but with nine eleven particular, to do. yeah, not but, but, not but, right. makers. Well, yeah. well, the thing about for, for the for Hollywood, what makes nine eleven so uh, like I we're not going to touch that with ten foot pole is that we already watched that on TV. Like Big there time. are other tragedies that they would be perfectly fine making you know movies about, but nine eleven we all watched it and we watched it over and over yeah. and over and over again well i'm th- i'm thinking that you know I, 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 I there there isn't really a major fictionalization of pearl harbor either that like has, well yes there is there's is, the is michael the one, yeah. there's the michael bay movie and which was the a what? complete flop oh <laughs> yeah, but that that's was... really recent i mean that, what is that like i mean but that's like how many years after the event you know oh like, I, I see what you're saying I see yeah, what you're saying. yeah so, so so you're saying that give it like oh well, yeah, we got, had like, all we got like titanic movies, you know? so so you're saying like give it like 50 more years and we'll get movies hmm. about 9-11 oh i absolutely think there will be 9-11 art you know like off in the future and it'll probably be better because everybody be so removed from it that you know it's just this thing that happened a long time ago sure that that, uh, you know, you could do a lot with it. I was kind of surprised in this movie, incidentally. Like, I was expecting it would be about 9-11, and I thought I it did was too. interesting yes, we were both, lead up. We were both. I did, too. I think all of us were wrong in what we thought this film was going to be. Yeah. Uh, well, I, for the longest time, I had no idea what this movie was. I didn't know if this was, like, a dry retelling of the facts of the 9 in, in the 9-11 Commission report. I didn't know if this would just be a recounting of the day, like the Oliver Stone film. Like, I had no idea what this was going into it. Uh, I guess we explain a little bit what this film is trying to be, which yes. is basically, I guess, what a rundown of the Commission report. Uh, so let's 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 start by saying whatever 
claims this movie makes to being truthful, I'm gonna call bullshit on because yeah. like there's there's like in the dramatization of stuff here, I'm sure there's like a, some stuff in here that's true. Uh, maybe the broad strokes, but there's so many specific things that are so fucking forced, it can't be true. <laughs> but what this is, and this I think is the most interesting thing about this movie. This is my this is I mean we're get, we're going to get so fucking political. I'm I'm going to be the Matt Chrisman for this episode. This is our <laughs> Chapo Trap House here. Um I'm the... going to be the moderate New York Times voice on <laughs> oh, this. <God. laughs> you're going to you're going to be the David Brooks of yes, this episode. Yes, yes, I, I I that's what I'm No, I I don't think I can pull it off without laughing. So I'm the innocent on. bystander of the public you have to teach yeah, me. Yeah, and you're the no. innocent bystander. You're the, you're you're the goddamn millennial you're, who does I'm post millennial for this all. this guy. <laughs> you're the goddamn Gen Z. Benji here Benji here was 1 year old when this mm. happened. Oh, Amazing. that's true. Oh fuck yeah, you are Gen Z. You are yeah, Gen Z yeah. born 2000. Um An but actual um baby. This is the sad to say, this has got to be the most technically competent Asylum film we've yes. yet watched. Um, yeah. there's, there Definitely are some, the most there competent some... like Scott film, for sure. Well, I think just Asylum film, period, we, of the ones we've seen so far. Do you think they're um, going to get better, though? Maybe maybe, maybe this was a no. big breakthrough for them. Having no. seen Sharknado. Oh, fuck Sharknado. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. They do not. They, they, do, they oh, will okay. not get technically better than oh, okay. this. Okay. Okay. Um, Never mind. The... Um, <laughs> And there are some 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 little things uh, in the filmmaking that that I'll poke fun at, but yeah, uh, but by and large, uh... the the choices, the technical choices that were made in this movie, uh, do make sense. It's it's shot with a handheld camera to oh, sort of capture sucked. a sort of documentary. By the way, the shaky well, it, cam was bad. It, it yeah. sucked, but I understand the it, it's it's meant to capture a documentary I sort know. of film style. No, no, I. I, 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 I'm not saying then, it's good. They, they could have, they could have been more. I'm not saying that's it's. So, it's good. funny that you had to bring it up in order to me even to remember it. Generally, I, I just agree that like you know the the movie was reasonably competent as a put together series of right. scenes. There's and... there's no CGI, um, which is like a huge <laughs> breakthrough yeah, for yeah, the yeah. asylum. We <laughs> cannot stress that enough. That is huge. Although, for the although asylum. didn't they have CGI in the in the sex scene? we'll get into that all right let's get into this film by the way wait 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 i I didn't i didn't finish i didn't finish so because you because it's like what this film is so ostensibly what this film is it's it's a it's a telling it's a it's a dramatized uh telling of the events leading up to 9-11 specifically all the ways in which the federal government failed to prevent 9-11. Right. So the intent of this film is to say um, that the the U.S. government could have gone further in its persecution of terrorists. It could have gone, um, like, it, it could have uh, done more to help the quote-unquote good Muslim groups fighting terrorists overseas. It could have done more to uh, go after uh, Muslims in this country had it not been for the inhibition of constitutional rights, um, you know, all this stuff. So this is the uh, intended statement of this film but what i find interesting about it is that what it actually shows is that 
all of the fundamental elements of the war on terror were already in place before 9-11. We already had operatives in all of these Middle Eastern countries uh, providing support to various armed factions we already had the fbi tracking muslim americans keeping tabs on them and we already had torture happening overseas torture of muslims of suspected terrorists waterboarding happens in this movie granted it's a different country doing it for us doing the dirty work for us but all of the basic elements are there we don't have mass amounts of troops in iraq and afghanistan yet but all of the basic elements are there there um and in the end what good does it do and well in the uh the well you know what i'll save this for later we should probably start in with the plot or whatever let benji uh uh, sort of uh take us through uh the chronology and then we can throw in these things but i i have a few uh, thoughts on the whole because that was both the interesting and, and appalling aspects of this movie to me in a lot of ways, actually. And I think a lot of it is like Lay Scott just getting his own right wing views through. Like he had yeah. to have his tor- he had to have his torture fantasy. It is, but in it, there. It, I mean, there's some ambivalence in it that I found interesting. Mm. So let's get into this now. Alrighty. So this film begins with a, a car driving to an airport. It's August thirteenth, two thousand one. So. Uh, just a month before 9-11 happens. Which is crazy. Uh, this is, we, we zoom up to a man in a car. He's driving to work at the airport. <laughs> love that guy. He's oh. a great guy. His name is oh, Jim. I love he just waves at the guy at the at the gate, and they're like, hey, like, you know, hey. You Good know. old Jim. That's pre-9-11 there. That's pre-9-11 security oh, for you. Oh, man. I mean, after that, you know, sure. Uh, so he, he gets in the work. Uh, his secretary says that someone's been waiting for him for 30 minutes and is a foreigner. <laughs> what? Oh, and, kind, and, kind of, and kind of weird. He's French. <laughs> no, and, and the guy just dismisses her as just kind of, she was, she's like, he's being really creepy. And he's like, oh, like, this is literally, I bet you this is literally the only time Lace God has ever uh, believe, like put a female character in a, like, you know, believe woman you know, place of like. <laughs> uh, let me think back. Yeah, I know you're right. Yeah, I can't. Mm. Oh, you. Oh, you like you. Your xenophobia. <laughs> uh, so the man is waiting for Miss uh, Mister Musawi. Mister Grouchy. Mm. But he wants he wants plane training. Uh, also, <laughs> but his explanation is trying to fly. He wants to learn how to fly a big plane. Yes, big plane. Big plane. Run, fly, big plane. Yeah, big, big plane. <laughs> but only the middle part. Mm. He's, he so said no. Nope. Take off landing. No, just middle no. part. Just, yeah, just middle flying part. part. He has no prior training at all, so he's going blind basically. Oh, and he pays in cash. He has five thousand dollars in cash. And, and Jim, Jim just just he takes a stack. Yeah. Takes a stack of bills. Doesn't even bother counting them. He's uh-huh. just like, okay then. All that, right, that let's all get checks you, let's out. Get you set up. Let's I, get I was, you set up on the simulator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's definitely not entering that into the invoices or oh, anything. Oh fuck no. Like, <laughs> <laughs> pockets it. <laughs> well, I mean, that's what he should have done if he's going to do that in the first place. Yeah, no, it looks a little weird. Of course, later on, this this guy like uh, what you know like uh, cooperates. 
Mm. Or, or he he, he, he rats him out to the FBI is what he does. Yeah, yeah. No, I think he's forced to do that. Well, yeah, right? it happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do no, he's not forced to. Someone, someone, uh, the the guy who who sits oh, him down on the simulator right. goes, "That guy's really fucking weird." That guy's and, really and, weird. Yeah, yeah, and he really wants to know a lot of weird information too. Again, uh, only because way, a man said it. Diego, not Minnesota, but maybe I just had my memory wrong. But I. I, I remember the little detail about somebody wanting to like learn flying, but having oh, that no was interest totally in learning thing. how to land, you know? So it was kind of like, uh, that I thought that was really funny that like they would do that. Actually. It's, it's kind of like they, they actually, I mean, there are two things about the actual hijackers. I, I mean, I I'm presuming the story is correct because you know, I don't, I'm not really into sort of the nine 11 truther versions of this particularly, but, um, but I thought two interesting things that seemed like really stupid to have done first off doing something like that, like going to a flight school and saying, no, I'm not interested in learning how to land considering what you're planning. That seems really stupid. Yeah. It sounds a bit like a fake comedy story. Yeah. The second thing that's really stupid is how many of them paid for one-way tickets, which right. is, like, really weird. It's with, like, with what, just fucking too, buy right? a round-trip ticket, dumb shit. I mean, it's like, I mean, how much money, how much more money <laughs> I do would appreciate it right now to do that, is you that... know? I don't get that, you know? So I, I do find those those details and, interesting. And didn't, and, and didn't they pay in cash for the plane tickets? I think some of them did, and I think some of them didn't, but I think it's, like, really funny that any of them would have even jeopardized their mission that way because it just right. seems so cheap. It's like, what are you saving money for? You're gonna <laughs> die, you know? It's like, I know that one guy, too, like, the night before he ate Pizza Hut and, and like, all, all his stuff <laughs> oh, was... Oh, God, that's so fucking my sad. La- my last oh, meal my was God. Pizza Hut, you know, before oh, I got... It was like, what is it to like, you know, reinforce my hatred for America? I'm going to have some Pizza Hut, and then I'll really be ready to go tomorrow, you know, and kill some people. You know, oh it's, my it's God. just, it's like the 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 backgrounds of these of these guys are really interesting sometimes, you know, and kind of just like I'm, tr- I've always been fascinated by their psychology, you know, and and that was one thing I did lo- sort of like it was a lost opportunity in this movie, um, but there's still like. The sincerity, the sincerity of them compared to the cynical Americans struck me throughout the movie. You know what I mean? It's like they're they're fanatics, but they're actually like sort of believe in something. And then all the Americans are really sort of like their their belief is pure. Yeah. Yeah. And it's really weird. And that isn't even like necessarily true or anything, but it's just a very weird picture of things, you know? Uh, so he's so Jim is totally cool with this. He just sort of yep. lets it happen. We then oh, cut yeah. to uh, DC, nineteen ninety eight. Oh, he's really happy because he's oh. got a pocket of cash. Yeah. He's got six thousand dollars on him now. <laughs> so now we're jumping back in time to, to yes, nineteen ninety eight. Oh, okay. oh the time the time slips in this movie are awful. They they, I, they 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 were really bad about like letting you know where the hell things yeah. are happening and who I, this is. And I that completely missed me. That's how yeah. confused I was. It was very confusing as as it went on. It got worse too. Uh, we see two reporters meet in the car uh, after uh, presumably some sort of press release uh, discussing the Bin Laden indictment. Oh, yes. That's right. Uh, this reporter comes back later, but... 
Doesn't she say something like, oh, we're going to really need, like, something to, like, you know, push them to get Bin Laden? It's like, yeah. he already already tried to blow up the World Trade Center. What more do you need? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Then, we cut to London, England. <laughs> Which is, time? We don't know enough, what the time is. Actually, actually filmed in London. Oh, this had more Good fucking job, Asylum. Holy crap. Put together, yes. right? I mean, Absolutely. it was just unbelievable how many It was definitely vacation. Locations. It was totally... Yeah. This Lake is the Scott most location ever in an Asylum film. That's why it took until to get it done. He had to actually take a vacation to each one of these places and do some shots in Morocco and all these other places. Yeah, Morocco, probably Tel Aviv, and Paris, probably... Uh, and, uh, Paris. Was Paris in there or not? I don't um, think Paris London. was in there. London was in there, um, and then a couple of oh, and then DC, DC is definitely in there because yeah. they they sit on a bench in front of the the with the Washington Monument in a distance. Oh, That's I actually love that! There. I love that. Hey, what's that? It's the Washington Monument. It's the Washington Monument. <laughs> no actual locations. Good fucking job, Asylum. Congrats, <laughs> you did it. We're everybody. taking this really seriously. You, this one. Finally, this you finally got out of the Greater Los Angeles area. <laughs> I kept it only looking took for some sign like that was Los eight years. It only took him eight years, but they did it. <laughs> Making let's, get the let's get the applause uh, uh, sound effect in hey. here. Making bank. Making bank. We can finally take a trip. <laughs> um, two agents, uh, one of them played by good old Rhett Gills, back again. Oh, the God film. fucking damn it. Yeah, Brett Gills. <laughs> good old, is Brett good old. Is Brett the CIA guy, or is he? Uh, he's the CIA guy, and he's in every fucking Is that Lace CIA God Mike? Film. Well, it's, yeah, it's not CIA, he's like CIA guy, okay. or he's, he's like the agent. He's dude, C, yeah, no, no, he's CIA Mike. He's okay. CIA Mike. Because at the end yeah. of the movie, they say CIA Mike died in uh, Afghanistan. Yeah. And also an air girl, who's also an agent that we never get her name ever. I don't no, know. She, I mean, it doesn't agent matter. Girl. She, doesn't, she doesn't do anything. <laughs> uh, there she doesn't the, do anything. This but they're entire just walking film... down a London street, just chatting with oh, their lines, ADR. That yeah. scene blew my mind because it's kind of like we're going to have this like super secret conversation, so we need to walk down you know, the street Piccadilly London, Circus. You know, That's where Piccadilly they're at. Circus. It's kind of like, yeah, I, I realize that like people won't really overhear you or care, you know, but it's still stupid. I mean, yeah, they're is, having a very public conversation yeah. about uh, the, how <laughs> about much money it's going to cost. Yeah. How much money it's going to cost to get Bin Laden? Basically, yeah, is yeah. they're just, they're open conversation. Golly, uh, then we cut to the Philippines, nineteen ninety five. Oh God, never cut. Uh, we see a uh, hot t uh, torture. Yeah, yeah. Woman. Yep. Uh, a man. Uh, Lee Scott getting his torture fantasy in there, big yes. time. Oh my God, that was nasty. Uh, yeah. A person who is like part of the um, the terrorist organization. Oh, <laughs> Al Qaeda. One of they them. The, the, the okay. one actual um, racial slur in this refers not to anyone Muslim, but to Filipinos because they say the flips, which is a oh total fuck, I, freaking, I missed that. That's a nasty slur. You, okay, you can get so here's your the ass thing: that is going around that saying is, that in California, man. That's fucked oh fuck. Up. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. You don't I miss you, that. You, that's a that's a that's an N word type, you know. <laughs> Fuck. level you know and yeah and he goes yeah i'm gonna i'll just we'll just leave you with the flips you know and stuff like that and it's kind of like uh not cool you know <laughs> it's kind but, of but like, but but possibly very accurate oh possibly very accurate but i found it interesting that like that like there was more of a concern with like i don't want to be called racist against muslims i'll just right. be racist in other ways you know? that's lake scott way that's, that's lake scott. scott for you man that's um scott. he's being interrogated by good old jeff denton another lake scott oh, classic yes he's back yes uh 
Uh, he's currently trying to find uh, Mr. Youssef, uh, which the uh, man being interrogated was a roommate with, I guess. Or... I, don't, I don't even remember. I don't even remember what the relation is. I lost track of people's names like immediately. Well, he's being tortured because of it. Um, now, then we can cut a bit later. They're at the U.S. Embassy in the Philippines. Uh, Jeff Denton is talking to uh, this big FBI man. I don't really know who he is. And then FBI woman comes. Yes, in played by uh, Kim sa- Little. And, and and says, "Oh, that's right, it's Kim Little." And sa- and goes, "Nag, nag, nag." Constitutional rights. Oh my basically. god, that's there- that's where that started kicking in. That and and I know what you're talking about. And that really got worse and worse as the movie went on. That that whole insistence where they're like. Oh yeah, all these Boy Scouts and Girl Scouts following the law and stuff like that. And like as like, if the FBI has ever, on, ever, ever you know, given yeah. a shit about anyone's constitutional rights. And, and they rights. set it up during, and they went back and forth between the Clinton administration and the Bush administration. I mean, the Clinton administration freaking bombed a a building in Somalia more, that they thought the, might be, it, you know, a chemical ju- weapons thing. It's like there's there's no interest in following the law or anything. Mm. I mean, it's just it's, it's not. Biggest... Just that it's it's the Clinton administration, the Bush administration. It's that's the fucking FBI yeah. saying no, this. No, I mean it's like it's the nonsense. FBI probably killed Martin Luther King. I know, I know, honest, I know. It's like you know, it's like, like give me a fucking break. Yeah, it's it, oh no, it, it's it, yeah, and that just got more and more intense as the movie went on. Anyway, I'm getting ahead of ourselves. Uh, yeah, but this like... is the right wing. <laughs> but this has always been the right wing fantasy that like you know we're too soft. Yes, too, well there was a lot of talk too like that in the early 20, 2000s too. It was We've been talking like. That's since fucking Dirty Harry. Like, you know, mm-hmm. this has just been going yeah, on yeah, yeah. since Dirty the Harry's 70s. Exactly right. Um, yeah, she's getting angry because this pan, this whole case is within her, her jurisdiction. Uh, That's my jurisdiction. Yeah, you can't be here. <laughs> uh, That's right. You then got- she leaves the rest of the film. Oh, 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 that's another thing, though. There is one really interesting thing that's, like, not explicitly stated particularly, but she comes the close to explicitly stating it. A big thing around the time, like, the one true revelation that came out of the 9-11 commission report that people actually briefly took, paid attention to, was the idea that, like, all of the intelligence agencies are acting like like uh competing companies oh they're they all fight and each not other, yes. sharing any of the information that could have done things and i think that's like and actually the only valid thesis that runs through this movie the yes. thing is is lay scott doesn't want to lay that out specifically wait i said no. lay lay um uh. lay doesn't want to lay it out he 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 doesn't want to say it specifically, but his movie actually like the whole juxtaposition of like we got a CIA people, you got FBI people, nobody's sharing anything, and all well, the juxtaposition. All of their, all their- all their concerns are interagency. They're all interagency concerns. It's all individual concerns. versus individual. It's, it's, it's all not like an ego trip each for other. each different agency and stuff. So that was kind of interesting. That like that aspect of the critique he'd rather emphasize the critique about like oh you guys are all following you know habeas corpus or something you know he didn't even use that word um no no you know, that's way beyond that's too hard definitely but it was like uh you know definitely that was a that was a running 
thing that came through and I expected somebody, you know, because these movies are super like duh obvious, you know, I expected somebody to just explicitly say that and she came the closest to saying it in that thing. It's like, why aren't you guys sharing information with me? And they're like, <laughs> you know, and, and it's like, but that was it. You know, they didn't really go further into that. But the, the rest of the movie actually, you know, like illustrates that thesis is sort of like, yeah, but you know, if we all worked together and shared this stuff, maybe we would have figured out that so-and-so getting flight training weirdly is linked to so-and-so getting money, et cetera, et cetera. Right. You know, that kind of thing. Uh, then we cut to uh, Mr. Youssef himself. Uh, and an- another unnamed terrorist of glasses that he needs, he's never named ever. <laughs> he's got the uh, the afro and the glasses. Uh, they have lost an encrypted laptop. Oops. Uh, it's been given to Microsoft. <laughs> right. They keep I saying the Microsoft. Microsoft and I was like, what the fuck? Like, what? what? Does, does the FBI or the CIA not have their own, like, photographer? Yeah. No, of course Apparently not. not. This is 2006, John. <laughs> no, it's not. It's way before 2006. Yeah, that might have been set in the 90s or in the 2000s, which they were never very clear about ever. You know, but there was I, one point yeah. where somebody said, well, now it's in the Bush administration as if like, you know, this, that was a script cue or something. You know? Oh, God. Um, oh, God. Remember the goddamn conversation where they say, well, I voted for Gore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember that. That was it was that it was I think it was a moment where they're like, and they're accusing me of being racist, but I'm a liberal, which, to be fair, is a very liberal thing. That is a totally liberal thing to say, and and they had a they had they, uh, that was an interesting. Oh, we're aspect getting ahead of, of ourselves movie. here, though. Yeah, yeah. Well, sorry. well, I know we're, we're yeah we're not spoiling anything, but it just came to mind. I'm probably gonna forget it by the time we sure get sure. Uh, so they're still they're they're trying to like rush the attack now. Basically, like we lost the laptop, we gotta get things done now. <laughs> um, we then cut back to 2001. Uh, we're back in the airport. Uh, the two pilot chambers, Jim and other. Oh, uh, complaining to about be clear, when we say airport, we're talking like a little the Minneapolis like, one. Yeah, yeah, the, the Minneapolis the flight simulator uh, small, place. Small flight. One. They're pretty much bitching about Mr. Musawi and how um he keeps flying to two cities, New York and DC, and is constantly oh, asking about the fuel tanks, <laughs> the fuel load. He's constantly ta- asking about the fuel load and about the whole money thing. <laughs> the money thing was pretty weird. Thinking I love, about I love it. how huh. I love how the hijackers ask about the fuel load and not like something and, like as if that isn't something you could just like check a book out of the library about like uh-huh. here's how planes are, are built. And here's here and like you know like those cut you like you know that cutaway book I had as a kid right. where like it showed you how machines work and everything. Sure. Like you could just look at that with a plane and be like, and the fuel tank is here. I like the way that actor played it. It was, it was so really funny. It's kind of like he's he's nothing but rude the entire time, you know. It's kind of like the idea, even even like him with a bunch of cash is sort of like, you know, it's like, yeah, like, dude, uh, you know, only maybe. six thousand uh, with your attitude. I think I'm asking for nine. You know, it's just kind yeah. of like, you know, again, like, you know, is that real? It, it makes me wonder. I mean, it, it, that like. Some it's of that stuff really speci- is in the report. It's a very specific you know? number. It's a very yeah. specific number. I feel like that might be real. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's not like a million dollars. Right. A thousand dollars. Five thousand in cash. <laughs> yeah. um, so they're like, we got to do a background check on this guy. Um, <laughs> so when Mr. Musawi is leaving, FB- an FBI man stops him. Hello. I'm the Asks FBI him where man. he's from. He's sort of. He's like, oh, you were from, from France. France, huh? And he's like, oh, I lived there for a very short while, very but short um, while. I'm from the yeah. Middle East. I'm from the Middle East. <laughs> he's like, where <laughs> are you? You know, no, the Middle East. Where in the Middle East? The Middle East. I'm from the Middle East. 
then we cut back to Rhett, who's in Israel now. Uh, he's like in Tel Aviv. I'm from North America. Hmm? Oh, where in North America? <laughs> North America. <laughs> uh, so then cut to uh, Rhett back again. He's in Israel. Oh yeah. Now. So yeah, we're cutting to yeah to Brick Isles, uh, uh, banging uh, a journalist chick in. in wait, Israel. hold on, hold on. Wait. Uh, yes, we could get let's, let's ramp up to the hat. <laughs> what? That's so we, literally. We, we cut to a so these press members talking about stuff. Uh, she goes like the the what? It's like the reporter from earlier in the car. Uh huh. Um, she goes into her room. Red's just sort of chilling in her hotel room. Uh, he's and presumably she's, un- she's uninvited. By this. Yeah, and they proceed to have uh, romantic sex, but oh. at the same time, while they're having sex, they're constantly cutting them both awkwardly sitting in the bed. I love this. <laughs> I love this. I think this was completely unintentional, but I think this is a brilliant artistic choice on the part of Lay Scott, mm. because while they start making out and start taking off their clothes, it's cutting between that and shots of the two of them sitting on their bed, their backs against the wall, not sitting against each, away other, each other, but just, but just, but just kind of so like kind sighing. of near each other, just kind of ne- you know, you know and, what, and looking right. bored out of their yeah. mind. And I think this is brilliant. I think I think this uh, perfectly encapsulates uh, Lay Scott's experience with sex, <laughs> where this, there is there is disappointment even before the act is finished. Um, yeah, this is all, of course, in the report too, right, John? Of course it is. Of course it is. <laughs> then they CIA Mike the banged a random, you know, well, journalist well, well. chick in, in in Tel Aviv. <laughs> uh, so after this, they have a heart to heart discussion about American politics interfering with other nations. I oh, cannot yeah. chart her fucking shit. politics because they're standing on the balcony. In the distance, you hear gunfire yeah. and bombs go out. So, like, the Israeli-Palestinian <laughs> conflict is happening outside. And the first thing she says is, um, oh, people think that this has only been going on for a couple of years, for only 50 oh, years. Okay. It's been going on for oh, hundreds of years, on. thousands of I years. Know. Fuck you. The Israeli-Palestinian yeah, yeah, yeah. conflict is completely an invention of modern times. But then every Everything she says after that to Brett is like, um, these people don't want Americans here. Like, you know, like this would be like if you had French troops uh, in Virginia or something. Like, and then she says a bunch of other things. I can't, like, but she starts with the Israeli Palestinian conflict is rooted in some kind of like deeper, like, you know, at like, like racial blood. Cascade or something that's like that. That's a really like, old story, though. I mean, people, Americans say that all the time. You know, that I'll, that's actually the biggest cop out statement about things in in with Israel. It's like, well, they've been at their, each other's throats forever. You know, but and, that's and but that's really... what I find weird is that she goes from that to Americans are not welcome in these countries, and then like, and Red's all like, else. but who will then take our place? It's our, it's our role. It's our, it's our duty in the world, you know, and all that oh, shit. And stuff, that's which CIA is very Mike, isn't stuff. it? Yeah, yeah. yeah that's CIA, CIA Mike. Mike has, is this the part where he has that long speech that's full of all this yes. like nonsense yes. about? Yeah, just you know, just right wing, oh. you know, claptrap. I mean, about, it's like, actually you know, liberals talking the, the exact same way. That isn't even right wing. That's, that's true. Like, that's true. That is that is very 
liberal too. Yeah, that it's totally too. American. That is that is the shit. that is the yeah. that is actually yeah you're right. That yeah. is a, the bipartisan foreign yeah. policy view. It's our it's our job. You know we have to do that. And and he keeps talking about how he's following his orders and all this other stuff. I mean. There's that one, and then there's like the. the... He says the thing about like there, the, there's good people in these uh, in these countries, but they're you know be led by bad people. Basically. Oh, yeah, so it, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's a very simple like good Muslim versus bad Muslim. Yeah, uh, yeah. Argument that it's movie, not even, that movie falls it's not even through Sunnis that too. versus Shiite. It's good Muslim versus bad Muslim. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And 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 uh, actually, it's funny. This this movie didn't even. Oh, this movie even included like the idea that like Iraq somehow had something to do with and it. Iran. And, and Iran. And Iran. <laughs> that was hilarious. I dude. was well. I was I was gonna wait until we got to that scene. Oh but yeah. Holy yeah. fuck! Where I, 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 I'm. <laughs> oh my god. I'm. I'm gonna say something about that. So uh, so she has to leave to go get dinner with someone, a new reporter presumably. But before she gives him some super juicy info about rising tensions of the Taliban and such. He could only guess from a journalist. He's in the fucking oh, yeah. CIA. <laughs> no, really? Uh, we then cut later uh, to Afghanistan. Uh, Rhett is that also scene. that that also that really doesn't track because the thing he says about her is you're up in this hotel room you don't know what's like on the streets I've been down in those streets I've met these people so the implication there is look you're like you're just like a Western journalist you don't you don't get this so what how the fuck did she get the secret info about the Taliban uh, hmm. had sex with someone mysteries probably. maybe. But so now we're in Afghanistan. Red's sort of wandering around. Uh, he talks to this man who's uh, a big deal. Maybe he's never really. Actually... Oh, is this, oh, is this is this chicken eating man? Yeah. What's his role? Like, who is oh, he? Actually, I don't in the know. Story? Is he is he the guy who gets killed at the end of the movie? Is he no, the no, he's the one they one? save, but then dies. Oh, the one they say. That's what I mean. That's what I, that's what I mean. The one they save. Yes. But but in this scene he's just he's just sitting cross legged on his rug eating chicken with incredibly loud. Oh my god. Yeah. Um, he, yeah. But this is where this is where he says the thing about um uh about bin Laden, Al Qaeda. He says, um I think the quote is um uh ev- everyone in the Middle East is scared of him. They all pay him money. The Iranians, the Iraqis, the Saud royal family, they all pay for him. he just throws in the Sauds there like an afterthought, not that you know, and not as the primary funders of Al Qaeda. Uh, he also believes Bill Laden's a, a huge symbol, a lot like Mickey Mouse and Bart Simpson's. <laughs> oh my god, that was the weirdest. Okay, I mean, just like, like in America, I was I, lost I, I would with for, that stuff. I would I, I forgive. I would forgive a non-Westerner for thinking like, "Well, those are your holy icons, right?" Like, you know, oh, sure. Is that the idea. Okay, I'm uh, sure these not... fictional characters. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes, we also have actual holy icons, but whatever. But no, he says, I. But yeah, he says thing about like Iran and Iraq supporting Al Qaeda, which isn't true for the basic reason that Al Qaeda, as a Sunni terrorist organization, would be fundamentally opposed to the power interests of the Iranian and Iraqi governments. There, there's no reason for them to fund Al Qaeda or to give any support to Al Qaeda because. It would be against their basic regional interests. John, why do you hate America? <laughs> <laughs> 
I can't believe the words Sunni and Shiite were not once uttered in this movie. I mean, for fuck's sake. I know, by 2006, like, even, that's pretty even, bad. Even right-wingers can, like, started grasp this shit. Right-wingers, and right-wingers grasp this shit mainly in the sense of, like, oh, Shiite, that's the Iranians. Those are the super Muslims. Those are the bad Muslims. Uh, not like, the, not like the, the Sunnis, like the Sauds. Those are the <laughs> ones on our side. The ones who funded Al-Qaeda. Well, I mean, you know, don't worry about that. <laughs> um, yeah, Hans also hands, uh, Rhett, like, a Pepsi... Uh... A Pepsi bottle, oh, a, a glass oh, Pepsi bottle, as 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 like offering of like you know drink with me basically. It feels very corporate-y. Mm. It feels a little product placement. I think a I bit, think they're yeah. also they're also like they 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 didn't know what him, what he should do because he's not gonna have alcohol, so he's gonna have like a Pepsi cola, <laughs> and he's eating chicken, not and pork. he's eating we chicken, gotta... not pork. Exactly. Yes, <laughs> this is our enemy. <laughs> Look at him. He doesn't eat. It. He doesn't even sit at a table. Chicken Pepsi squatters on carpet. Frankly, I I, I admire his his lifestyle. I, I and, thought it. I thought it. I thought it seemed very sensible. He had a bodyguard with like you know an AK forty. Oh, I love. You know? Oh my god, the bodyguard <laughs> made me laugh so hard because he gets he gets so many shots where he gets to walk around just holding that gun. You know that was like the best acting job in history. I thought you know just walking around like going just look uh, stern and hold a machine gun. <laughs> yeah, hold a gun. I want that job. Mm. Uh, but then we cut to Lake Scott himself. Uh, he's like he's in the movie. He is the. The like the head. Is he the sleazy Democrat? Well, no, no. but he's like in charge of the FBI, CS, like CIA or something. He's wait, at wait, the top. Wait. Is, is, is he the guy in glasses? Who no, no, they, he, he's like he Scott. He has a mustache, right? Yeah, it's like Scott. It's just like oh, Scott well, I don't know what that he looks like. Guy. Yeah, it's like Scott. Oh, yeah, you are the wait, one wait, who no. knows what he looks like, and you said no, that's Lay Scott. That's Lay Scott. So okay, wait, like, hold on. Oh, okay. Which character is he? Because I, I need to he, know this. He has a mustache and like oddly weird colored lips. Like, um, I thought he had lips. He was the basically. guy who was talking to the ninja Democrat later in uh, DC. In front that of, guy. Yeah. Okay, the guy who later in the elevator says, you know, the Kevin Bacon game? Yes. Him. That's him. That's him. That's yeah. the one. That's Slay that's Scott. Scott. Holy that's crap. Him. He himself, yes. Okay. The Alfred Hitchcock moments for Slay <sighs> Scott movies. Well, no, an Alfred movie. Hitchcock moment. Actually, would be he like... just walks through. Yeah, I know. Yeah, exactly. He doesn't. The thing have, is, is Alfred dialogue. Hitchcock was really funny. Like, if you if you see his little, you know, things. Oh, he... I love him. Yeah, like yeah. like he has all the do- like the one in the birds where he's walking out like six dogs. Oh like, yeah. That's... Well, I mean, did you ever see any of his TV show where he like does sure. the little tri- things the... about like he has a little guillotine or something? Yeah, <laughs> oh, he's, yeah. he's in silhouette. He's, he's like, really Hello. funny. Hello. Yeah, yeah. I'm Alfred Hitchcock. <laughs> I'm just having a good day. <laughs> Yeah, I love that trailer for the birds, which is just him going like, like we are such good friends with the bird. They provide so much for humanity. <laughs> it's just like it's just like like turkey carvings on the plates and like st- mounted bird <laughs> heads right, and everything. Right. It's like why would they be mad at us? Uh, so like Scott's discussing talking to a girl who's uh, planning the capture and or death of bin laden preferably death, oh is this is this nerd fbi girl with glasses yes. who somehow yeah, knows fucking everything figure in this film she's gonna get the last word she's really like into him dying though she's like oh well we won't capture him but he will unfortunately die you know what uh, she was the first person to prosecute a hate crimes in minneapolis it's true that's why she's not racist that's why she's not racist she's cool see both sides after this we and, immediately- and- 
What's funny is that the the operation she describes about like here's how we could kill Bin Laden actually charts really closely with what how Bin did. Laden actually yeah. was killed. Yeah, yeah. Sure. definitely. Because I think they say like we could shoot him there, collect a DNA sample to verify, oh, which I think boy. is as like one of the like three possible outcomes. Well, they had and a I lot think... of talk about bringing him to trial, which is pretty funny in retrospect. Oh, I because know. they were never going to do that, and I think it's funny that they never would. Does like, which was no, hilarious no, no, because like we need to do is well, kill him and dump his body over. Remember and then when go, Obama? Hey, guess act- what? We killed him. You know. Remember <laughs> like, when Obama actually brought some suspected Al Qaeda members? to a trial in New York and all the right-wingers freaked out and went, you're breaking them to New York. Oh, I know. It was, as if they, soil. It's, it's, it was as if they were super villains who could break out and like, you know, sort of destroy the city with like, but that know, was so perfectly out of their fists but, or something, you know. But that was so perfectly was Obama's that he, he, yeah. t- he took him at their word that like, oh, okay, I'll bring them to trial. And they went, you're bringing no. them to trial? And Obama's like, okay, okay, no well, I won't, I won't do that. We don't them. do trials for terrorism. Uh, uh, let me be clear. I uh, will not bring him to trial. I will not. I'll just have him killed and dumped. <laughs> uh, speaking of being killed, uh, we then cut back to the man being tortured again. Yeah. Uh, oh, they they do some more extreme torture with... stuff. They oh, get some, like... Okay. They get some, I, uh, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm sad to admit, I literally thought the guy was being tortured for, like, like six months to a year or something whatever like i i totally accept like i totally thought this movie was a linear no was, we don't was, know what the time is the time frame this film is so anymore. when they said like it was the ni- 90s and then like he's still being tortured like you know in before a scene that takes place just before 9 yeah. 11 i really thought he was he was in there for like <laughs> six years it, it felt like six months to him mm. yeah. well he's he's uh they're threatening to cut off his balls with like Pliers, yeah, yeah, yeah pliers. That, they're that, they're gonna they're gonna twist his his nuts, the, 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 uh, and then they do it. It's yeah, completely that, unsuccessful, that woman, though. That woman is like all set, and then and like, they waterboard him. Yeah, after they, un- they unsuccessfully him. managed to like intimidate and they him, get nothing out no. of him. No, they don't. I and thought that this weird was supposed to be an American endorsement is of sitting torture. in the background, you know, who looks like. Who looks like evil Fox Mulder or something? You know, it's like the only reason why that guy ultimately talks is because they convince him they're going to transfer him to Israeli. Yeah. Not the this Israeli. Happens. That, this happens and not, later, and, and he gets terrified and, and thinks, <laughs> "Oh, the, the Israelis evil Jews are going to eat." That's right. Me. They have a fake Israeli show up. They have a fake Israeli show up. <laughs> this happens a bit but later, what, though. But what? But all this proves is that torture doesn't rock. Yeah, it, it does. It, it does prove that. And also, like I again, like weird weird relationships so we have the weird relationship with the filipinos and then we have the weird relationship with the middle east and then with israel do you think, do you think by the way, by the way like speaking the of the philippines like, israel in the these movies are always like the biggest freaks and americans sort of like admire the fact that like no they're completely insane you know it's like it that shows up again and again in these action movies it's like you don't want to mess around with the israelis they're nuts you know but like speaking of the philippines do you think Duterte saw this film and was like yes we need to bring that back no not mm. this film I, I i think they had it already you know uh and just okay <laughs> Not this one in particular. Not this one in particular. <laughs> they probably have really good action films in the Philippines. And also, oh, yeah, they probably right. watch all the Hong Kong movies, which are way more insane anyway. 
Oh fuck! They could have uh, 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 John what's Woo. The one with the... <laughs> yes, yes. The uh, what's the one with the big epic uh, staircase fight? I don't um, know. John Woo shit. made uh, made Face Off, which I actually got to see a little bit of on Thanksgiving, and, and you were right. It's really good. I, I got to see the whole. Movie oh, Face sometime. Off! Oh fuck yes! Yeah, what a movie! So good, uh, so good. <laughs> Let's talk about Face Off. Well, I, 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 time. <laughs> Special episode of the asylum. Uh, <laughs> asylum. Uh, we then cut we'll to the terrace Citizen again. Kane next week. Uh, uh, Mr. Youssef uh, has an article written about him in uh, Newsweek. Yes, <laughs> this makes him furious. Well, uh, so his roommate, his roommate, the the uh, uh, co-conspirator, uh, brings it home, and he freaks out and goes, "Do not read this. This this poison your mind." <laughs> That's right. Oh, I love that kind of talk. But the actual reason is that in the article, it it it, it revealed that there was a giant reward on him, mm. and then mm-hmm. the co-conspirators like, oh fuck, oh 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 My. yeah. That's right. And the and the guy eventually the the good Muslim shows up later. Exactly, the good Muslim. Yeah. Uh, we cut back down to the future. Uh, Mr. Musawi is sort of just wandering around somewhere. A motel, I think it is. Yeah, then he runs into some more FBI men uh, yes. who who just oh, sort of say, yeah. your visa's out of date. You can't be here anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, they then proceed to shove him in, like, into the um, his, like, uh, room. They, they, they follow him to his hotel room. and They proceed um, to handcuff him and they, arrest yeah, him. They, yeah, exactly. And take him to the FBI headquarters or whatever. Wherever. wherever. Just an interrogation place. Uh, now we're in Morocco. Uh, Rhett's wandering around with the agent girl from earlier. This goes nowhere. We then cut to Lake Scott, who's having a meeting with the CIFBI, some super top secret, super hidden meeting that's in the shadows. Is this... Oh, I love no that's in the shadows, on. too. I don't, I like, Everyone I mean, okay. I mean, lights flashing on their face, but. it's Well, it's just one spotlight above the table, but otherwise complete pitch darkness but this does chart with Lescott's politics because he does have this sort of weird conspiratorial view of government i mean he does see he does see government as like sort of fundamentally corrupt and evil in in a weird libertarian fashion but um but but also you know necessary to provide security i guess mm. i don't know he's got that weird libertarian mindset makes sense yeah, well, I mean, he also loves uh, Dracula, Frankenstein, and cannibals, too. <laughs> uh, so. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, <laughs> as any good libertarian does. Uh. They're having uh, another meeting about Bin Laden. It's just sort of repeating what we previously before discussed. Uh, we, we, we can't do that. He already, he already tried to blow up the World Trade Center, but for some reason... Um, they don't even mention that. They don't even mention why right. they're going oh after Bin Laden. And this is if this is early 2000s, this would also be after the USS Cole incident. Yep, that's right, too. I mean, also, like, wasn't there, like, an attempt to kill Bin Laden during the Clinton administration anyway? I thought, I thought Probably. Like that happened, but I maybe think I'm so. wrong about that. Uh, or, maybe this... th- or maybe this is what the, that was. In describing this movie, the, sure. the plan where they're going like, hmm, should we? Eh. <laughs> which I, which I, I don't really believe. No. I, I can't actually no, believe I, that, I, I don't that believe they would do either. that. 
we blew up a, a you know a baby medicine factory uh you know <laughs> in in kosovo john so, it was I mean, a chemical weapons factory. <laughs> that's true and, sorry well, yeah, had those chemicals ba- well, you know, that, you know chemicals. well i mean yeah that, that those all baby those chemicals, medicine those chemicals that, all, all the chemicals. chemicals every single one of the chemicals have you heard about well, that... this arm and hammer thing where they're putting <laughs> together chemicals or like <laughs> that sounds very that sounds very soviet it's pretty damn soviet uh we then cut back to the tortured man uh who is currently being threatened to be sent to israel this is when we then go into this part right right uh he won't speak to anyone but jeff uh, anyone but Jeff. <laughs> um, so good band name, by the way. Anyone but Jeff. Yeah, it's, it's good... the sequel to Evil Eye. <laughs> um, so the, he convinces everyone to base more or less leave. So it's just he's explaining everything now. He spills the beans about the planes and all the big terrorist plans. Beautiful, isn't it? We use planes as weapons of mass destruction. <laughs> <laughs> Which was not a commonly used term until the Iraq War. Mm. I'm pretty sure. I, I I never heard the term WMDs until yeah. 2002. Oh yeah, yeah. Did that any, was I mean, you're totally... older than me. You're older no, than me. So you I, can I mean, tell... I, you know what? I, possibly in national security circles, they were already doing that. It's not but impossible. A, but, a, but, but a but a Muslim terrorist? Like, no, they... never. In just yeah, common yeah, yeah. speech, never, never, never. I mean, this is the weird thing. I mean, like it's really, it's really charting Lay Scott's pol- political views post nine eleven. Yeah, plus in, in, he's. In this movie. I mean, but he's semi competent, but, but, but set know. in a pre nine eleven world. Yeah, he's semi competent, and and it gets really out of out of hand as the movie goes along. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, we then cut to the FBI who can't figure literally anything about uh, Mr. Musawi. The they have Kevin no Bacon idea who he is. <laughs> I love how they actually literally like go like the Kevin Bacon oh, game like you're that, supposed though. to. Oh, I thought you were talking oh, about that yet. already. I'm sorry. Okay. Oh, I thought I thought you were too. No, no, that's a bit later. It's on just, just a, a bit, bit later. later. Just uh, a little. We then cut to uh, DC now. Lake Scott's uh, right in front of uh, the Washington Monument. This is where he meets the sleazy yeah, the Democrat. Ninja, the ninja Democrat, oh, as he calls ninja her. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know how you he guys could listen to this. realistic, I thought, actually. And to, <laughs> John, can you guess what they're talking about? You know what? You know what? You, you're right. He, this is pretty realistic because this is a guy. This is a loser. A loser. Like, this guy would be a pundit, basically. <laughs> a loser <laughs> Democrat who, who still fancies himself. No, no, no. He, no, no. He wouldn't be a pundit. This guy, this guy went on to be the director of marketing for the Hillary Clinton campaign. Mm. This Some guy, guy who is fancied Brock. himself a brilliant Machiavellian <laughs> genius. David Brock. He's David Brock. He's David Brooks. He's David Brooks. Brock. Brock. You know, the guy who like paid a million dollars for people to troll for Hillary online. Oh, shit. I and didn't he, know about this guy. Well, I, oh, I, he's I, I the will... best. Oh, my God. The other day, well, I know about you Robbie just Luke. wrote an article uh, the other day talking about how Bernie Sanders is trying to turn Democrats against one another. It's the biggest <laughs> crock of fucking shit. Also, oh, no. David Brock, uh, I'll give you one more with David Brock and then I'll shut up about David Brock. Um, no, during Anita Hill... He is the guy who said Anita Hill is, quote, a little bit nutty and a little bit slutty. And then he worked for Hillary Clinton, champion of women everywhere. Of course, of course, of course, of course. (laughs) 
Um, no, this guy, th- but this guy that the meets up in Washington DC, this guy is like a Robbie Mook. Like this guy, like you know, like fancies himself a brilliant Machiavellian genius, and they're like, I don't know, like you Democrats, you ran out of power, you still <laughs> managed to like pull the levers and stuff. Like, f- f- get fucking real. Yeah, by yeah, the way. yeah. Seriously, um, John, can you guess what they're talking about? By the way. Oh fuck! I don't. Just want to guess? <laughs> no, I just want to give me a quick guess what they could be talking about. Uh, uh, they're talking about getting appropriations for the Bin Laden. Raid whoa, whoa! How do you know Bin Laden was it? Wow, <laughs> Bin Laden. Um, yeah, he wants him to get rid of the entire plan, like just scrap the whole thing. Oh, it's that's right. Yeah, I forgot. Oh, uh, we then cut to Rhett now. He's getting yelled at by the uh, the chicken guy, uh, who is a big deal. I'm not sure. I'm oh, not sure who he oh is. yes, oh yes, chicken eating man. Yeah. He's super angry at Rhett. Uh, uh, the he actually he actually says something that's very uh, true, which is he says. Um, uh, so uh, uh, Brett um, informs him that the CIA uh, has ordered him not to commit resources to this. Um, "Quote unquote good Muslim group that's fighting Al Qaeda. Mm. Um, they're gonna pull out, and and he yells at him and goes like, "Ah, you fucking Americans! You'll give us like money and guns and everything, but then once it's like slightly inconvenient, you 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 pull out. You're nowhere to be seen, which is true. I mean, this this is coming from like he Lay Scott's saying this from like a weird right wing perspective, but." It is true that we constantly fuck over our allies. We do this constantly with the Kurds. We we did this with um, all kinds of groups in Iraq uh, after the uh, after the invasion who were fighting Al Qaeda. Who after we betrayed them later joined ISIS. Um, like we are constantly doing this. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. 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 So. Um, so he just sort of wanders off, sad. Uh, we then cut to the FBI now. <laughs> sad face. Sad Rhett. Uh, feeling, we... feeling, feeling sad, RN. Yeah, so we then cut to the FBI, the who are now desperate to connect the Kevin Bacon game with terrorism. Uh, to do... Oh, isn't, isn't this the idea of the, uh, the nerdy yeah, girl web. in the glasses? She's, like, the she's like, it's like the Kevin Bacon game. And they're like, the what? You connect as many things as possible to Kevin Bacon, just like terrorists do. <laughs> See that's what I'm doing. See that's what how it's all I'm connected. Doing. It's, don't you understand? It's, Just it's, like it's, the Kevin it's, Bacon game. It's uh, I love playing Six Degrees of Osama bin Laden. <laughs> it usually only takes two with Osama bin Laden. <laughs> uh, then now now we cut back to Rhett, who's grown completely disillusioned about his work for the U.S. government. I'm completely disillusioned. He's completely disillusioned. <laughs> he doesn't know what to do. I mean anymore. that is that is the caliber of his acting. I'm completely disillusioned with my country i don't understand i thought i was doing the good thing why don't but people was i really doing the good thing i I'm i don't sure. know no more i don't understand we, we anything what if i was the bad guy what all if, along what if we need to help these people uh now we then cut to jeff again he's talking with uh, <laughs> a lot the, of cuts at this point this, god, yeah, this, oh, god yeah this is where it becomes i just i just went with it when i was watching this i oh, just fuck i yeah. just That's didn't the only even thing you like can do. oh it's this guy and now it's this guy and now it's this woman and now it's this other person and, you know somebody else is gonna you know get tortured or something you know uh yeah. the glasses terrorist guy is now basically um he wishes to out. leave completely and be grand U.S. citizenship. In return, uh, he has to give up the... They're gonna, 
they're going to put him in the federal witness protection mm. program. He just has to uh, uh, rat out uh, uh, Mr. Yusef. The... That's yeah. right. That's right. That 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 guy that guy was a good actor. Incidentally, he really yeah. he was actually very he, well. He was the best actor. In this I movie, really I'd believed say. him when he was doing his thing. Uh, Jeff yes. sort of gives him a rundown of what he has to do uh, to be basically not trick or convince Yusef as much as possible, so he doesn't run away. Uh, so then we have this scene where uh, he's trying to oh, talk wait, to him. Wait, Jeff is here too? So Jeff is also, he's going back between, wait, is he also in Minnesota with the Kevin Bacon thing? <laughs> no, that's uh, Musawi. <laughs> Youssef is an air guy. He's at no, Minnesota. No, Jeff, Jeff. In a, oh, Jeff? Jeff. No, no, uh, that's a totally different people. That's a totally different guy. Yeah. Kevin, okay, that's, Ke- a di- that's a different mustached <laughs> guy. Yes. Okay. Jesus Christ. Jeff There's doesn't have a mustache must- though. Kevin Bacon, Small Plane okay. Airport, Minneapolis, Minnesota. Mm. Six degrees of separation from terrorism. Yes. Mm. Um, so this is yeah, the scene where uh, Glasses Guy uh, is trying to sort of convince that he just wants to go get the car and he's like sweating profusely doing it. <laughs> Yeah. It's like, why are you sweating? It's not what? hot out. It's like, oh, oh I'm just, it's really, oh I'm just really You're cold sweating. right now. That was really funny. I'm really that stressed, you know? That was very you know? badly done, actually. That was, um, that yeah. was like, we need to do this really quickly so we're going to have sweating. Mm. Like and, he's, a, and he's she's like, oh, Mr. Yusef, you're drunk, though. Don't worry about it. He, he's he's convinced by this, so. Yeah. Uh, this works. Uh, okay. Uh, I believe you. Like a swap team. Not not a very loyal Muslim too, drinking alcohol. Mm-hmm. Well, you know that's a funny thing. Actually, quite a few of the uh, hijackers oh, I know. did that too. And actually, Osama bin Laden. It was interesting that like one of the oh, things I'm sure, they yeah, did. Well, I thought one of the funnier things they did to discredit Osama bin Laden was uh, the whole like, um, <laughs> hey, we found porn on his laptop oh, and stuff. I remember that. That was oh just so like you know like he's not a real Muslim. Yeah, fuck him. You know, it's like look at him. He's not good. That was like that's on the level. It was of, so like, petty. Hillary. I mean, it was kind of that like... that was on the level. Well, of course, but like that's on the level of like Hil- the Hillary Clinton campaign saying of like Donald Trump. You know, he's not a real billionaire. <laughs> It's on that level of just like, boy, you guys are clueless. Yeah, I I prefer to be killed by sincere terrorists. Yeah, um, I I prefer yes, I prefer my terrorists to be uh, not masturbating. I want uh, I want you. really serious terrorists. I can't. This even is take game too blue, seriously. guys. <laughs> this is game far too blue. Seriously, I, I say not enough. Sinful uh, things. So this this works. His friend, uh, Mr. Yusuf, is apprehended. Um, Rhett just sort of stares in the corner while this is happening, while the SWAT team sort of like handcuff him and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rhett is then asked to break into an old Russian prison to oh, save. Oh God, the old Russian prison to save the uh, chicken Afghanistan man guy from earlier. He's been <laughs> they're, kidnapped. They're, they're, they're in by Pakistan, the Taliban, I think. Right? Yeah, they're in Pakistan. I love I the guess. old Russian prison conceit. I I think like it's but almost he, like the, t- the Taliban has kidnapped one, him. You know. Oh no! Wait, I'm sorry. They're in you're right, They're in Afghanistan. Yeah, Afghanistan. Yes. Okay. Um. Yeah. Of course, it's Lake Scott. So, action scenes required. Oh, oh man! Uh, my favorite thing about the 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 military uh, uh, strike team that goes into the old Russian prison to save the guy. My favorite thing about that is none of them are wearing combat no. gear. Especially the one fat white guy, bald white guy, who has a 
a, a off-white ball cap that just has an American flag with, like, I think veterans or, no, like, the name of his I troop know. on it. Like, oh. it's not, like, it's a ball cap. It's, like, it's white. And, like, and he's wearing, like, a white, like, just, like, an off-white, <laughs> like, 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 jacket, basically, and, like, carrying a machine gun. Like, th- absolutely not combat gear whatsoever that's like the that's like that was one of the few moments where like i'm looking at like boy they the production value really sunk for this one. yeah i mean this movie just shouldn't have tried even like so i gotta have the action scene get in though you gotta shove it in there he i mean it. well he had to have the dramatic have moment have where brett gills an action uh, scene, i guess but like maybe combine them <laughs> there's not been know? a single sign from this not have an action scene it yet so. Yeah. Or a sex scene. Yeah, it's yeah, well. Yeah. I'm not sure. Alone for Christmas had a sex scene, John. A sex action scene. Well, the sex but action we... scene was the torture ball cutting scene. Actually, that was. I, I like how they made the torture like sort of like really enthusiastically, sort of like a hottie patati. You know. Oh, of course. Like, oh, so she funny. was into it. Yeah. Oh, she was into it. Not but that is like that. Though. That is no during it. Dur- during oh, it. Oh yeah. Like, she didn't show any regrets afterwards. It was like this No, she's is smiling fun. while she so she's smiling fun. while she's I twisting love his my work. nutsack. I love she my loves job. it. I like my I job. Um that is ultimate torture fantasy like from Lace Scott right time. there. So they managed to break in. They they're able to save him, but then they weren't apparently were unable to save his wife apparently who died off screen yeah, just died off screen. elsewhere. That was yeah. bad. Yeah, yeah, that was just um, like, hey, guess what? Your wife's dead. What? So the interrogator that was interrogating him, he then takes out, he then takes his assault rifle and shoots him tons of times. And after that and happens, takes out his pistol he takes out his pistol and, and shoots a few him. more rounds into <laughs> him. Oh my and then God, he just looks, and then he, and he kicks him. Incidentally, if you fire a gun into like concrete, it's probably not a good idea because it might bounce right back well, at you. Well, to be fair, he, fi- like, he was firing into the body. But, I like, know, but still, like, that's not safe. Mm. I, I don't recommend that And practice. he's not wearing combat gear. But anyway, so yeah, Brett Gills gets <laughs> but it. But I'm going to shoot Gills you, like, had 18 times just to 18 times, and then sort of, and then tried unsuccessfully to look uh, upset yeah. uh, about it. Cause what have Gills, I become? Brett what Gills, have I become? Or like, My dearest doing? friend. Brett Gills get Brett Gills has like the most like unearned dramatic scenes like most in terms of like numerical oh, yeah? like count of like any actor I've ever witnessed. Really, Lee Scott always gives him these moments. Mm, yes. and holy fuck, Brett Gills has only one fucking expression and one accent too. He doesn't. He's just and and that one tone of voice, not one accent, one tone of voice. Wow. He he is he is. You were like, a good fuck, a tremendous fuck. Oh God, yes! <laughs> Holy fuck! Holy fuck! <laughs> no man, like, and and like, and Lay Scott always gives it to him, mm. uh, and it's the most unearned thing I've ever seen. Brett Gills could be like a decent actor if he plays like a like fairly emotionless character in the background somewhere. He should never be placed in a dramatic role. Almost, yeah. Uh, so then we finally cut some FBI uh, agents who've been who continue to say the same thing they've been saying the entire film. But um, at this point, they're sort of, I guess, finalizing their their idea of how 9 is going to happen. 
Yes, yeah, so this is where Nerdy Girl with Glasses finally puts it all together yes. and just lays out exactly how 9-11 is uh, one of my and favorite things. That thing. was the thing that I was really curious about. Like, is there any figure in the 9-11 Commission Report who even remotely resembles this woman? I highly doubt I it. I highly doubt it, too, but I was just curious if... I, I mean, the thing is, is that once upon a time, people did think in terms of, like, what if what if somebody used uh, an airplane as a bomb, essentially? You know, and so they did think about that kind of stuff. I haven't really seen anything of anybody immediately before 9-11 doing that. But I, I, it was more like something that they thought about when they were just sort of imagining different scenarios of possible things possible. that could happen, right? But um, I thought it was really funny. They stuck a couple of... This is where... the This is the maximum of sort of like post hoc adding things to the dialogue absolutely and the best one of all was where she said the constitution is not a suicide pact right which is i don't know who said that but it's a really famous pundit remark somebody said that or a politician said said that and i can't think of who the hell it was but her saying it in that conversation was just it was as ridiculous as like you know if you have like some kind of conversation before the revolution or something and then they like oh it'd be like it'd be like a a, it'd be like a bunch of like cabinet like you know people in like the fdr administration in like 1940 being like well the japanese could strike uh our a base in say hawaii and they could they could do it with a fleet of planes and sink our battleships it would be a a critical mistake you know it would be kind of like a day that would live in infamy i (laughs) think It's like, yeah, yeah, it's exactly that kind of, like, incredibly bad dialogue writing where it's kind of like, it would be like somebody, you know, like, like talking about, like, a, a high school dance getting messed up in 1959 and going, well, you know, the times they are a change in, you know, uh, you know. I ain't a marching anymore. Um, you know, it's like it's it's so preposterous. You know, potentially a sniper could station himself and say, "Oh, I don't know, a book depository." A book depository. Um, a book depository. Yeah, a book depository. You know. But so they eventually come to this conclusion that, but we can't do anything about it because of the Constitution. The damn Constitution. And also, oh, man. keeping us from doing our jobs. And and also we're deporting the guy anyway, so yeah. like oh whatever. well, remember they shouldn't deport the guy because you he's know, then it's like, he's then he's, later he's arrested, just though. he's just part of it. We need more, you know. We can't just deport him, you know. We need we need. Like, I think he's part of something bigger. Well, we don't have anything to go on, mm. and you know we follow the rules totally here at the FBI and CIA. Definitely, you we know, it's like. <laughs> <laughs> one of my favorite things too by the way is how um, the constitution is not a suicide pact uh, one of my favorite things too is how all of them in this top secret meeting are all wearing large plastic FBI badges love that oh my god oh, yeah leftover leftover X-Files props <laughs> yeah. right there you gotta wear your lanyard Where's our Where's our establishing shot of like the Jagger Hoover building? I, know, I mean, that's I know, that's really. peak X Files. I, know, I, I mean, know. come on. There's really and, and that woman looks like she's like 19 years old or something. I think it's so funny. She's like she's it, it's it's. I mean, yeah, she she looks really young, like you know. But something about like you know the redhead and the the, the red hair and the glasses. I mean, does make 
you look oh, super it's, young. Oh, it's not impossible that like you could have somebody who looks that young who's an FBI, uh, a, a, a grizzled FBI agent who's, um, you know, had it up to here with all of this constitution, constitution stuff. bullshit. Yeah, and, exactly. and somehow has 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 a, a, a accumulated the the sort of gut instinct and experience. You know, that, like and like. You know, I'm thinking place. here. I, I just just spitballing, but I have a feeling that like you know, I have a feeling that they kind of want to like fly airplanes into like a building somewhere you know i'm thinking of building somewhere like like la chicago you know one of those big buildings you know know, big buildings buildings. one of the big and use it as a weapon of mass destruction which will be a commonly used term in two years (laughs) yeah wmd even you know it's like what's a wmd you know world mass destruction or something you know like um walter m dork off or something you know this is like yeah wmd the the, the, the wrestling crazy. masters of, of, of <laughs> detroit yeah I the world know. wrestling foundation presents the wwf is the world wrestling federation but the foundation would be the charitable organization that the world wrestling federation does oh my god so we've actually reached the end of this movie well yes almost. september 11 2001 now hits which is i mean only only presented in terms of a guy rolling a suitcase down yeah a we little, get a bunch of plain uh, stock video and narration what? that's basically just under just being laying down all of the little like key dialogue points in the whole film Every time someone oh, says yes, something they, important. Just, they, just, they just repeat all of the things of like, you know, like like the, the terrorists would be tortured, being like, like, using planes as weapons of mass destruction. Beautiful, isn't it? And then the FBI agents are piecing together as if we're a bunch of dumb shits who like couldn't see this and be like, right, yes, I, I see what you're doing. That, that guy's performance was really amazing. I would not call it good acting, but I would re- call it really good scenery chewing up. You know, oh, he like, hammed it he up. Really oh, he really hammed, hammed it up it so up. brilliantly. And uh, I really enjoyed his performance. He's like, it is beautiful, isn't it? <laughs> you know? It was, see, I, 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 like, think, I think he... The he thing is, is he comes up sympathetic because they've the best... been cutting his fucking balls off. It's like kind of like, you know, how much are you supposed to like go like yeah you're bad you know it's kind of his, like his suit his scenery chewing is good but i i don't think it holds the candle to the actual scenery chewing of the guy eating chicken <laughs> sure no that guy rocks that guy was amazing. That, there was something about the about the sound effect they used for that because it was clearly a sound effect like you know like that just like it was so loud the chewing i know was that was just amazing and he's so like oblivious it's kind of like i'm just here i really did like though the thing where like isn't isn't is that the same guy who gets to chew out the americans for like for like just abandoning him and stuff yeah i loved that sequence where he chews them out i mean he's really like pretty passionate and again it's this sort of thing of like weirdly enough with this movie it's like the people who represent the like Muslim point of view, whether they are Taliban, Al Qaeda or whatever, are all like super passionate about their position. And then all the Americans are just completely compromised. Everything they're doing is just kind of like, oh, well, we can't do this. Or they're really cynical about stuff and stuff. And and so it's it's almost like I doubt Lay Scott intended to make the movie come off this way but he he did two things he like he made them seem 
like well, more real. It. And then the other thing is he like il- illustrated like this total like complete shit show of Americans not working with one another and all wanting to like sort of lord the credit for everything no matter what agency they were in it was sort of like how does this impact me and you know um you know what's in it for me what's in it for my agency um will my power seem to be lower if i go along with this or you know of course his thing he he was all focused he was just thinking like oh yeah yeah the public will really you know identify with my whole sort of like Oh, they didn't try everything they could possibly do. The thing is, is if they had tried everything they could possibly do, they already show them doing all kinds of things that are illegal. And that's what I'm saying. Yeah, Lay Scott, Lay Scott, uh, like inadvertently made a film in which the fundamental. The fundamental nature and the fundamental worldview of the war on terror is already in place in a pre-9-11 world. Right. Which would beg the question, okay, so what's the fucking point of the war on terror? We haven't actually moved at all. We just became more belligerent in our practice yeah. of it. Which, I mean, to a right-winger like Lay Scott, I guess that's like what he wants. But it's interesting. It's like in, in, in presenting a pre-9-11 world, Lay Scott can't escape his own post. 9-11 political views yeah, yeah. Um, which makes this movie like like a, a interesting sort of encapsulation of the 2000s right wing mindset yeah right? I feel like this movie does a does a remarkably good job of capturing that world view and I I would I wouldn't even just call it right wing I would say it goes well into the center ish fair enough you know, centrist kind of like point of view on things he he's pretty careful to like include the idea for example of good muslims which now in the trump era is like even beyond the pale i mean you you can't even have good muslims in the trump era so it's like that was kind of a big thing with george w bush which is one of the things why liberals get sentimental about him for some damn right. reason you know, God like, damn it. oh it was so great that george w bush said that some of the muslims were okay and it's kind of like how john mccain said like obama isn't an arab he's a good family man it was kind of like you don't, right, ca- right. You don't cast <laughs> the like you know thing you just did there you know john you know oh, nobody else did it. you know no, they're all like oh it's it. so great that john mccain said that you know it's like wow you people are just completely clueless aren't you you know they they there's no i mean but again i mean like to what you said about how the americans are presented in this film they have no passion they are very cynical people they have no vision of a greater or different world whereas the muslims in this movie do have a vision of a different world a terrifying world yes but they have a vision right and they are passionate about pursuing that vision it makes me it's complete madness it's it's there and that that's one of the things that i really like about this movie and think that like say a hundred years from now some scholar looking at like american attitudes might find this movie pretty interesting because oh i mean we're 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 10 we're 10 years on and i find this fascinating well me too but i'm thinking that like it shows like these incredibly weird contradictions in the way americans think about you know their own place in the world the way they think about having been attacked on 9-11 is just has so many weird contradictions in it and so many weird kind of like these things that don't go together 
all show up in this movie. It's like it shows up better in this movie because it's only semi-competent as yes. art, you know? Um, and that happens a lot. You know, like semi-competent art, like sort of bad art, often illustrates like a societal point of view better. Think about this. Think about this. There is at no point in this movie is it ever explained why the U.S. government is is any interest in pursuing bin Laden. So if you don't know anything about the history of Osama bin Laden, if you don't know anything about what he did, you could watch this movie and think, well, of course he would attack America because America was pursuing right. him for, for, for apparently no reason. <laughs> Because um, they didn't bother to say it. It's so obvious. Because right? they didn't yeah. bother. Because they didn't bother to explain what the reason was. Yeah, that's funny. It, it's very strange. Yeah. Um. So let's let's get down to it then. Uh, do you recommend? Oh, wait, there's this actually film there's actually one. There's one last thing. There's okay. one last thing. They do a little. Yeah, post, a little. Yeah, uh, Mr. Masali. Kind of the the yeah, yeah. He's he's serving a life sentence, Along and, with, and uh, CIA Mike died in in Afghanistan in 2001, and blah blah. blah. But one of the things they said was that. There was one of the people involved in the Oklahoma City bombing <gasps> Tim was inspired by Tim that. Was, so uh, not Tim, but what, the other guy, yeah. What? Well, yeah, yeah. Not not not, McG- not, McVay, not not but the not, John. I think it's the John, John or something. I can't think of his right, name. Robbins or something guy. like that or something. I don't know. Yeah. But but implication there is that. Muslim extremists caused the Oklahoma City bombing. Ugh. I feel like, yeah. like there's. A, I remember at one point there's kind of a weird throwaway line that the two FBI guys have where they're like, uh, "We like you know finally like you know uh, finished off all those right wing militia groups. Now we can get on to like the real oh thing, basically." Sure. Uh, yeah. But I thought that was an interesting moment. Is sort of like trying to attach. American terrorism, but trying to influence, like, oh, no, that was actually Islamic terrorism. That was really whack, yeah. And, of course, um, I can tell you, you were only five years old when that bombing happened. I can tell oh, you I have that... no memory of that bombing. Did you actually remember it from the news no, or no, anything? No, oh, okay. No, I have no memory well, of we lived in, The only thing I remember in, uh, about Utah it was all the news stories happened. of Timothy McVeigh being executed. Yeah. That's the one thing about it I actually have many memories oh, of. Oh, Timothy McVeigh's execution. Later. Sure, yeah, that was years that later. And that was years later. Well, an uh, interesting thing I can remember. In 1994, I came home from lunch in Albuquerque. So you're four years old. So again, mm-hmm. not something you're going to remember. And I come in <laughs> and I'm walking to the living room because I used to walk home for lunch and then come back to work. And um, there's a big fire on TV. And it's just the t- TV is showing this build- fire. And I'm like, what is this? And it's the Waco burning. It's where they oh, went in and they burned. Oh my god! And, and they like and they completely fucked that up. That was the most of course unbelievable. No liberals never like to talk about that shit, but they that was such a gigantic Clinton era fuck up. I mean, oh it was god, so yeah. preposterous how they handled that. And and the whole Oklahoma City bombing thing was 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 scheduled to be the year anniversary of that Waco. Yeah, no, no, it's very specifically. Yeah, linked it's to Waco. specifically that. And so and so a year later, we're living in Panguitch, Utah, and uh, and then the Oklahoma City bombing. And I can tell you absolutely, and you you wouldn't be the least bit surprised. Guess who oh, they Utah. thought did it? 
<gasps> Muslims, Islamics, Muslims. you know, because, I mean, in part because of the, like, you know, World Trade Center bombing of, like, two years earlier. Not, not, yeah, that was, like, 93, right? But still, uh, yeah, 93. So look at that, 93, 94, 95. We have three straight years with American terrorist incidents mm. in them. I mean, it's just kind of like... The I the whole thing of like everything changed after nine eleven is the weirdest shit because it's kind of like did that other stuff not count? I mean, did no one care about that stuff? Everybody cared about that stuff at the time, but it was like it was a mixed message. You had right wing militia groups involved, and you had you know like sort of Islamic terrorist groups involved. It's like it wasn't a coherent enough story. And it wasn't on the scale, honestly, of like, you know, 9-11, obviously. But still, I mean, fucking A, you know, isn't it bad enough? You know, like the Oklahoma City bombing was pretty terrifying. I mean, that was like, that killed a lot of people. It blew the half off like a federal building. You had to wonder every time you walked into a federal building after that, whether like some weird American was going to blow up the federal building or something. Um, a bunch of children who were in daycare were murdered on that day right. and stuff. I mean, it's just like, it's like Americans' poor memories are the worst thing in the world. I mean, Americans are just determined to have really bad memories and just remember exactly what they want to remember in the order they want to remember. And, and it's just really terrible. And tragically, know? I don't think this film's going to be one of those things people are going to ever remember no no no. people will never remember this movie i'm talking about i'm talking about more like esoteric scholars looking into like Mm. american reactions to 9-11 years from now it'll be like a great thing because it'll be like those weird like you know this kind of like incompetent like rock songs about vietnam or something oh my god yes <laughs> it's like this this actually you know like demonstrates you know like everyday attitudes or something i don't know uh so also there's a uh, tragically no crazy credits this film no no that, that the asylum actually got serious for this <laughs> yeah. movie and did not put a crazy I credit this in is, their legal statement to be honest this could be the last we see of it too it's post- totally not, possible no i i feel like this is an exception i feel mm. like it's coming back for the next we'll find one. out well they'll be phased out at some point but i feel like for this movie they were like no 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 this time we <laughs> no people harmed in making this film but some buildings were <laughs> uh, <laughs> whoa guys there's a seriousness but what but one guy had his nutsack twisted uh just kidding what are you doing go read another silent film Calling this movie the 9-11 Commission Report is a really weird choice. So fucking confusing. Yes. Oh, by the way, have you seen the... the? Did you guys get a good look at the cover of this? Yeah. Uh, yes. The, the what a, yeah, that... I mean, the cover is much more exploitative and crazy than the than the title. The cover is very weird because it's it's a... It's it's the... So on the side, <laughs> there's like the Twin Towers, and there's a plane in the sky that's flying directly between the Twin Towers, yeah. which isn't what isn't happened, what obviously. Happened. Yeah, that, that plane's but, gonna but, miss but, both of them. But more than that, and it's too high up, it's, also. Yeah. But but more, that, but more than that, but more than that, they they don't <laughs> send planes over New York City. That's my point. You know, it's like no, that would never be there. Yeah. And of course, the tagline fly over Manhattan. They just fly like over. I mean, like, no, Central but they Park don't and fly over. I mean, they take off. They'll fly over the World Trade Center. They, right, they right. only sort of circle near but, Manhattan but, and stuff. Yeah. But but but. 
But look at the way the tw- the twin towers are presented. So, firstly, there's a reflection of an American yes. flag draped from over where? the length of the right yeah, tower. Yeah. From where? It's, it's the ghost just, American it's just flag. The ghost of America. And and the shape of the buildings is so weird. Yeah. It looks yeah. like they're like octagon yeah. shaped or something really because bizarre. the other side of it sticks out at an impossible angle. Unbelievable. Like the 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 it's the impossible geometry of the of the World Trade Center poster. Yeah. It it, it make it looks very weird. Uh, can we talk about the tagline for this film, by the way, which is "What, is what if oh, the yes. attack could be stopped? It could." Oh. Well, you know, they're not wrong, but, you know, it's kind of like... This that's film actually very discussed that at that all. Actually, well, no, you know what? Besides movie, the very you know last what? five I mean, minutes again, it's film. an asylum film, and I gotta say, it's half-assed. They, they could have... I mean, even, like, I would... They didn't even make 90 minutes! They didn't no. even make 90 minutes in a movie about fucking 9-11. I suppose we should get into this right now, which is, John, do you recommend this film? Um... There, actually, there was one thing I was going to say real quick, and uh, we can leave but, this all uh, and I'll get I'll, yeah. I'll get back to this. But um, shit, well, I lost my train of thought. What was I going to say? The trains um, are coming. Oh, oh, uh, uh, the um, though the, the, the if the tagline of this movie again, st- again, the the in Blake Scott's intention in this movie is to show you all the ways in which the federal government failed to prevent nine eleven. Mm. But all it showed me is that there wasn't really anything that could be done because they they because of that damn cap- constitution <laughs> no 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 they capture one of the plotters in pakistan the guy whose whose roommate rats him out they find the guy who's doing the flight training and i think they they said they were going to deport him they, he's in arrested though we find out at the end like the right, thing. right, right. He wasn't even one of the hijackers. He was. Uh... Oh no, wait, I'm sorry. No, no. You're talking about the guy who. You're talking about the guy in Pakistan who no, got ran. Is Musawi right? like the so-called twentieth hijacker, the guy who like um, oh, was supposed to be on the planes, but because to... he was like being going to get deported. Yeah, uh, he wasn't on or something because he's the only guy who ever. He's the only high potential hijacker, and he actually got tried in, in in New York City and all that shit. In you New know? York City, yeah. So so they they prevented that guy from doing nine eleven. They prevented the plotter from doing nine eleven. They tortured the guy, but nine eleven still happened. Yeah. So where's the where's the big moment where nine eleven was supposed to be prevented? Hmm. I think it's that's a good question. You're right. I don't think they showed that. Um, I I guess. I mean, you know what? It, it's like if they really wanted to do a movie about that, they could have like talked about things like. Like, where's the report that said Bin Laden predetermined to attack in America? Like, I remember someone I know, that. like, I expected to see that. That was a really famous thing. It was, it was yeah. kind of, that was one of the great Daily Show moments, too, where, like, right. because oh, where yes. they were talking about that, and then it's like, um, so there if was If only we had some kind of warning. Obama, <laughs> yeah, it was like, uh, Osama uh, determined, and then, like, Judster's going, like, cracking up, you know, going, like, hmm, you know, that sounds kind of specific, you know. That was that was really that was really funny shit. Um, uh, ha ha ha. But um, what I uh, what I uh, yeah no they didn't cover that at all. Um, I know that like it wasn't all that hard. There was a thing where they um could have made it impossible for people to simply enter the cockpit 
from the passenger area. And right. they did that right after 9-11. I mean, they made all yes. planes be that way, you know, where it was kind of like, no, you can't just walk into the cockpit. But before that, they actually did that, you know. Oh yeah, they left the door open. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. They brought they brought a little. Yay. Remember when you had like bring bring in the little kids and be like, they're like, why don't you take the controls, little Timmy? <laughs> That's right. That's, this is turning into airplane, definitely. You know. Oh my god! Yes. <laughs> um. Yeah. So, do you recommend this film, John? Um. Not as a like uh, enjoyable movie going experience, but like I said, I do think this serves as an interesting encapsulation of Lay Scott's political views mm. and more broadly a sort of um, uh, hawkish foreign policy stance uh, of the United States in the 2000s right. um, and in and inadvertently shows the the despite our empire the absolute failure of our actors across the world uh, uh, acting on part of that empire to prevent this from happening not as the movie claims because of like because of negligence but just just because just because there's too much going on right how about you, if, Dad? Do you recommend this film? If I were, I, 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 I mean, I don't recommend it as like, oh, you should watch this movie because it's good or something like that. But I didn't think it was a terrible movie, which is the first time I've been able to say that about any. I think the that's asylum. the first time I could say that about the asylum too. And if I were a professor and I were doing a course, say on like American attitudes towards terrorism or American attitudes towards nine eleven or something like that, which is unlikely to happen. Um, but you never know. I mean, who knows? You never know. If I were to do a course like that, I might consider including this with a lot of like extra talk of kind of saying of course this watch I, I would say watch this movie for finding out what the the core attitudes that it expresses are and about that and also i would try to tie it into whatever was actually in the 9-11 commission report mm. and and i could talk about the ways that like both it it meets it and also like undoubtedly there's no damn way that that FBI agent said the Constitution is not a suicide pact. I mean, it's just and like there's no damn way that CIA Mike is a character. There's no the way CIA Mike is a character, report. and and all of the little speeches they make, you know, oh, which part of the this did not happen. which part in the 9/11 Commission report is the sex scene? Exactly. I don't know. It's, you know, oh, uh, it's in there. You know, it's page the forty-seven. Disappointing, the disappointing sex. It's, it's page forty-seven. <laughs> you know, page forty-seven. They had disappointing sex, and then they totes know, boned. And then you know they totes boned. Redacted, 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 and then CIA redacted, 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 tit shot, and. And then nudity. CIA Mike nudity, pumped nudity, their... nudity, nudity, redacted, redacted. And then nudity, CIA nudity, Mike redacted, pumped redacted. fifteen rounds right. into a, a corpse, boom, and then looked boom, and boom, looked boom. mildly sad. I'm really unhappy about this. The uh, the uh, yes, who uh, I I still don't know which faction the um the Middle Eastern guy who eats chicken. Is supposed I to guess represent. Maybe it's like so rebelling group to the Taliban, like an like. Is anti... he a Kurd? Is he a? Uh, is he? Uh, is he? I don't. 
I, I don't think the Kurdish go to... I don't know if there's Afghanistan Kurds. I think the Kurds are mainly in Syria, Turkey, and Iraq. I don't think they're in... Af- Maybe there's Kurds oh, right. in Afghanistan. It's supposed to be in Afghanistan. That's right. Okay, so he's not Taliban. No, he's against he's just, Taliban. He's just a... He's, yeah, he's just some kind of rebel see, faction. I, see, I'm so, like, I'm so clueless. Well, I, mean, I don't there's even lots know of tr- who the like, rebels against the Taliban are in Afghanistan. Well, it, well, like, well here's the thing. Is well, that, well, you know? well, there is no... I don't think there's a unified group because... Because Afghanistan, Afghani politics have always been defined by uh, its tribal structure. Right. Considering that's just um, the guy and, and two people of guns, too. That's his like. His <laughs> so group. I think I think this guy's just the head of a local oh, tribe okay, sure. that's in in. And again, this is not explained, mm. but I would spec. I would. I my best. It, it's, it'd be reasonable to assume that this guy's just the head of a local oh, wait, tribe in Afghanistan Mujahad- that's wait, fighting wait, the what Taliban. What about the Mujahideen? Are they necessarily the same people as the Taliban or not? I mean, that's they are. I, I believe they're allied with the Taliban. But I mean, because it doesn't mean all of them are or something. I don't know. You know, it's like not I all of them, but like the. But Osama bin Laden was with the Mujahideen, and the Taliban did provide support to Osama bin Laden. So I assumed by extension that meant they were also providing support to the Mujahideen. I could be wrong about that, but, I mean, the power structure just seems to line up there. You know, John, I really can't keep track of all this factionalism because those people have all been at war with one another for a thousand years. Thousands of years. And we Americans aren't like that. We're rational people, and we're not usually at war except with about eight or nine countries at a time yeah, that's true and for about like 30 and years, for like yeah. you know ever since world war ii we haven't had an actual defensive war uh so do i recommend this film no <laughs> and okay. now well, you two, not even well, for the disappointing sex no scene. well you two had more of a historical interest in the film Uh-oh. i personally do not have that Uh-oh. this film has no plot to it none okay. true if a person of <laughs> you're coming to this film expecting this is, this a, is true. a i don't know a if you are appreciating this film as experience. it actually is which is a, a a dumb you want a coherent drama movie from this? i would prefer a camera film than watching this i'll be honest <laughs> I feel Benji. this was by far Lake Scott's most competent film, by far his worst. Technically, though, I think really in terms of just worst? entertainment value, I got I, I got nothing from it. Oh, that's fair. No, that's fair. That's fair because there's no um, there's no funny bad moments. No, it's very dry. It's, a mess. it's extremely dry. It is a mess, really. If you so, are looking good at this job, movie Lake as Scott. a drama, <laughs> which it is, then yeah. Congrats so, on making a film that is. By considering that some people could be considered watchable. Congrats. But, I mean... <laughs> and I you know, think... you know, <laughs> this is the movie that Lay Scott is the most proud of. Oh, uh, wow. I imagine that's entirely true, to be honest. I really? I, I, I'm guessing it is. I'm pretty sure he's a really big fan of Dracula's Curse, actually. <laughs> really? I'm pretty sure that is his personal favorite. I, I Ooh, feel ashamed. That's... I feel ashamed. Ben- Benji's like, like dissing of this movie no this film's bad so much more sense <laughs> this than film is really bad saying. it's we got it's all caught up we got all caught why. up in the in the dumb political here's and historical why. shit yeah, and benjamin was it. like it's a fucking movie this film and is it bad. sucks why it, don't watch like, this film. yeah yeah it sucks it, it, no this is why it's it's kind of like i'm like bringing in all these other texts in my mind to like so shore up this movie and saying, oh, it's interesting because it comments on this. But yeah, if you think about this as a movie, it's a mess. 
It's just and one scene that... after another, and it just ends at some point. It's like, guess what? Now the airplanes are going to crash through the buildings, and we're done. Yes. And you're not even going to see them, like any airplane. Yeah, we don't even yeah. see anyone react to this event happening. <laughs> no, no one reacts to this. It just ends. Like with That's the it. glasses FBI girl, what was her? She what, what called happened? it. What was her reaction know, afterwards? Did Does she, she get a promotion afterwards? Yeah, exactly. she get promotion? Some, you know Did what she happens show to her? Up on TV and say, "I told you this I fucking told you so. this fucking Nostradamus of our times." Yeah. What the fuck yeah, happened yeah, yeah, to yeah. her? I told you um, they were gonna fly airplanes in the building, so you didn't believe me. <laughs> you should elect me to Congress. But yeah, this film is uh, even like the the film quality is weird because it's all like. Handheld, shaky cam. It's all oh. handheld. He does all yeah. these. He does these dramatic zoom-ins oh, all the yeah, time. Everyone's yeah. faces. Bad. The film is nonsensical. If you don't There's know, there's a the, shot. That shot when the itself, uh, really. when uh, very early on in the movie when the the two FBI people are meeting in the car to discuss the the Bin Laden report oh. indictment or something. Yeah. Like I swear to God, the camera zooms in on her ass, at, <laughs> yes. like and then and then pans back up to her head, <laughs> back of her head, at, at, like before she gets that. to the car. Like Lay Scott just can't help himself. Well, I think that's more the cameraman. I'm not sure. Lay <laughs> Scott was the one directly recording. Well, I'm, I'm but say, he agreed well, to Lay it. Scott I'm sure. at least he nodded his head. Film. Well, it's not just the cameraman; it's also the editor. Yes. I'm pretty sure Lay Scott had a hand in that too, <laughs> and he's the director, together. so he mm. takes ultimate responsibility. Nodding their heads dude, back and forth when they see it, like yeah, dude, dude time. Um, dude. yeah, no, this I this film is like rough to get through. I think. Uh, yeah. Um, especially um, someone who's I did, personally, I, I don't have much knowledge of the history in general, so I, it was hard. It's hard to follow enough. Well, you I know guess. a lot more now. I do now, I suppose, it. and I hope the audience does too. <laughs> Um, so you understand, Benji? Right or wrong? Whoa! Right. I don't Good know. Any, I, I cannot answer that Muslim. question either. To watch this film, which side is better or worse? Rights or wrong? If don't I had literally rights. no knowledge about even nine eleven, the event, this film wouldn't rights, tell me anything. Rights are a suicide pact. That's right. That. That's right. Rights or wrong? That's kind of a major problem, right? Though, if I, as a viewer, had literally no knowledge nine eleven. This film would make zero sense in any way. Oh my god! I wouldn't even know what nine eleven is what? because nine eleven isn't even nobody in the watching movie. Yeah. that movie had no knowledge of nine eleven. No, I'm I saying mean, as a, a potential a future viewer. From oh, I get now, it. I watch get this it. Film, it's a good point. It's they'll good be point. lost. That's why, it, they don't even. They don't. There's yeah. no context for any of the actions any of the characters make in this film. You're right. You're right. They don't talk about it. You're right. It You're expected to already know or already read the commission report to watch this film. It would be pretty confusing. Um, I think that is about it, though. I guess in terms of opinions. Um. Oh my God! Who is that? He just broke through. Is that who I think uh. it is? Yeah, it's just me, Jacob Edder, a former my former mastermind. It is I back once again for another asylum film. After, as we all know, 9-11 was predicted in Revelations over a thousand years ago. Uh, this this film is a masterpiece. This has been going on for thousands of years. <laughs> this film's a masterwork of uh, 
plots and the revelations of 9-11, I... Jacob, I, Jacob, Jacob, I have to tell you, were you the guy who designed the the, the dollar bill so that when you'd fold it, you'd see the twin towers with the smoke was coming I? out of it? Were you the guy who put that in there? Okay, cool. I was the glasses woman in the Were you also the guy who well. put the 9 and 11 in the Simpsons episode so that we would know, but wouldn't, you know, like, know, you know, to do anything about it? Of course. I taught okay, the cool. ancient astronauts to fly the spaceships into the pyramid. As Farber and Mastermind, I personally believe that this film uh, appreciates all of my curiosities of 9-11 and its past and history. And not only that, I believe that it serves biblical reference as well. <laughs> so, I recommend this film, me, Jacob Edder, Farber and Mastermind. <laughs> I must go now. Bye, Jacob. Goodbye, Jacob. Take care. Do you guys, wow. Do you guys think Nostradamus uh, predicted 9-11? Maybe. Man, I would get that window fixed now, though. So That's that not be great. window. You broke a window <laughs> just to do a podcast. You're dedicated. Uh, so, yes. So, uh, next week is Halloween night, by the way. Do you guys ever recommend movies? Yes, we have twice. I, I think twice, two, three. I think we've recommended two. I was just two. curious. I just me think that we've recommended the source, and I think we recommended Bloody Bill, mm. and I think those are like the only two. I believe we recommended Six 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 the Chime I, as well. I better be honest. Oh yes, we did. We did. We did get a lot of joy out of Six 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 the, uh, the Child. Yeah. So three. There's three movies we've recommended, right. and Bloody Bill. Even Bloody Bill was sort of a like. Uh, you know, an edge. like you an know, edge. we we liked it, but yeah. you know, yeah. My my my, I should just say my recommendation is totally qualified. It's 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 qualified in the same way of sort of like saying, oh, you I qualified your you, recommendation. Yeah, yeah. I think it's like, oh, I you should hear in the year twenty five twenty five by Zager and Evans <laughs> in order to understand right. late sixties attitudes toward the future. Mm. Not like no, put that on. Alive. Put that. Put that on your iPod and just listen to that all the time. It's not the same if thing. If woman you know? can survive. If woman can survive. Um, <laughs> so next week we're watching Halloween Night, which is apparently Halloween based Night. on a true story. I'm sure it In is. In 1982. The movie, the, the, this movie was the most based on a true story asylum film, like, ever, and it, like, In order to learn the sick and perverse truth... He must kill everyone in his way, which is kind of sick and perverse in itself. But never mind, including the family. Wait, are we, who wait, are we talking Halloween night? Yeah, or Halloween night. <laughs> I'm, I'm reading. I'm reading the blurb based on actual events. I'm sure. I'm sure. A man yeah. escapes an insane asylum on October 31st. I mean, look right there. These people are all following the Constitution. Right. And they're not putting extra security Absolutely. on Halloween in the insane asylum to return to his childhood home in hopes of discovering why his mother was murdered in order to learn the sick and perverse truth. He must kill everyone in his way, including the family. Who now lives in the house as well as the guests of the Halloween party? Even even the even the psychology behind this blurb suggests a complete psychotic psychopath. I mean, it's just kind <laughs> of. Andrew, like, do you think we're going to see order... the same goddamn asylum yeah. set that they use in Killers Two and that Alien movie? Ooh, like, do you like think we're me, Hostel, same... you think? 
Oh, the insane yeah, asylum. The yes. Host, the insane asylum. Do you think we're gonna see the same goddamn set again? Well, I think we only have the one. So yeah, probably. Uh, of course, of course. Have I have I shared the story in the podcast of seeing the asylum sexual? You know what? I think Los we vaguely Angeles. referenced it, but I never I, actually. Got I don't into think it. I've. I don't think I've told it. Um. Is so I've 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 walked past the asylum's uh, uh headquarters <gasps> in Glendale, wow. California. Um. It's just a. It, it's it's very nondescript. There's just a big warehouse, and so this isn't within this year. So this is like post Sharknado, like successful asylum. Uh-huh. It's just a big warehouse next to like the train tracks. Um, there's one little like office uh, building attached to the warehouse. It's in that kind of like 70s cinder block style where it's like it's it's just very bare bones, and it's just got like the little like cinder blocks, the little holes in them, um, and it's just a little office building attached to it. But in perfect asylum fashion, the only the only indication that the asylum inhabits this building is a bumper sticker on the front door, the glass door, a bumper sticker with the Asylum's logo on it. And that is it. It's almost porn studio-esque in some ways. It's very... It's No, I feel like a porn studio would take more pride in their Well, they, they'd call themselves the just something normal, like, you know, Huntington Enterprises or something. Or the or... Asylum. Yeah, exactly. No, the no, porn studio. Yeah, the or, Asylum. <laughs> But I just love like they they even have it that building and they can't even be bothered to stick a sign out for like to actually like put a sign on the building or to say like you know hey we're like you know or 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 anything like that nope just slick, stick a bumper sticker on the front door is it's good I want to ask is Mark Atkins a, a familiar name to you guys Oh he's probably uh, a case he's the director dude. of Halloween so, Night uh, by the John what is Halloween Night based I've seen off that of name anyway. before. I, he must have directed something else we watched because I, I I recognize that name. The cover of Halloween Night the uh the is is like classic early two thousands Photoshop. Oh, uh, they like, all are all these all these yeah all these yeah yeah. I, 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 that that stuff is aging oh, so poorly. He did Evil Eyes. You know what I mean? So bad. Oh, that guy. Yeah, Evil Eyes. Oh, okay. Evil Eyes oh, is shit. great. Oh my god, that's the one. Oh Wasn't shit. Wasn't I on Evil Eyes? Yeah, of course. Oh, that was god. her. So, Alan so... Quartermain, they did an Alan Quartermain movie? Oh no, that's God. Indiana Jones ripoff there. Oh, oh, right, right. But Alan Quartermain is its own thing. I'm sure they, they did, did though. I'm, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm sure he's which Alan was, Quartermain. Which was an Indiana Jones ripoff even at the time, mm. except that it might be based on a book. Or oh, I'm, I'm totally... I don't know. It's like every <gasps> other Simon film that was apparently based Battle off of Los Angeles, Dragon Crusaders, Battle of Los Angeles. He, that, he comes right. in later, Battle though, for sure. He's a guy. Battle of Los often. Angeles. He did six headed shark attack much later. Jack the Giant. Killer. <laughs> Will Mark Atkins be the next Leg Scott? Android Cop. Nah. Android we'll Cop is like. What is that like, Robocop, but not as like? Yeah, Lace Scott. Lace Scott. It will will be will always be a special character yeah, for right. this podcast. I don't think anyone will replace Lace Scott. Well, Lace Scott will replace Lace Scott until until Mark Atkins uh, runs an unsuccessful campaign for U.S. Senate mm. and, and then tries to make uh, a Baron a, Trump film and does a Kickstarter campaign for a Baron Trump film. Uh, uh, nothing will will ever will top Lace Scott once again. Uh, I know we're we're closing out, but it's funny, like because Benji's like scrolling through images of asylum films. It is funny how much the nine eleven commission report as stands out. A, uh, image stands yeah. out as like an yes. odd 
thing out, and and that makes yes. it pretty interesting. And, uh, much like this yeah. podcast this episode, is, this is I must the say, most unusual. <laughs> really, I think film. I think this podcast hasn't been so different. I mean, oh, we're it's all been... talking like crazy. <laughs> This is the most unusual asylum film yeah. of like like you see the asylum films as the benchmark. I mean, you know, this is yeah. like this is way way different. It is. I mean, we'll never reach like there's the no CGI. Height. Where's my Where's the CGI? True. It's like it's like Lay Scott, uh, you know, intersected with the importance mm. and seriousness. Mm. Of the uh, of the occasion, the man who made Transmorphers, everybody, <laughs> a true American classic, comes makes and, an I love a commission. Pirates part. of Treasure Island, ultimate hillside cannibals, everybody, hillside cannibals, Da Vinci Treasure. And, the film Lakeside hasn't um, even seen yet, by the way. Like hillside cannibals, he himself has not watched that film. And Lay Lay Scott thought to himself, "Who are the hillside cannibals who are threatening our way of life?" <laughs> it's terrorism. It's Islamic terror. terrorism. It's, it's Islamic terrorism, but not all the Islamics. No, of course Just not. Just some of the, them. And I the think hate, that's the lessons cannibals. we all really learned you know at the what? end of the 9 The Hillside Cannibals hate us for our freedom. <laughs> they, they, they hate us for our food choices. So if... Uh, <laughs> if you have any uh, hey, hate is to cannibalism halal? I don't know. Mm. <laughs> If you want to write in on the earth, if you want to explain us if cannibalism is a whole, uh, you can write in at uh, entertheassignedpodcast at gmail.com. We can, you can answer, tell us that, I think. Lay Scott knows. Lake Scott does know. Yeah. I'm sure he has theories about well, it. Well, he, he, he went to Morocco and filmed those scenes, you know. He, 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 went, and oh had, my God. he went and had some tea. And stuff. He sat down on the rug. And a lot of chicken. Lot John, of remind, chicken me where rug. remind me uh, where we're going to go. Oh, people... To enter the asylum podcast at gmail.com. Absolutely. All right. I believe that's a podcast. I think that's a podcast. You right. guys, well, thank you, you again for indulging far, our, 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 our all-time most political podcast episode. I'm so glad to be part of it uh, every now and then. I really appreciate it. I love your guys' podcast. I'm glad you're doing it. Mm. Well, yeah. It's important work. We gotta bring Daddy Asylum back in. It's yeah, important. yeah. I'll come back like you know, thir- twenty to thirty episodes from now. Okay, <laughs> cool. Got to right. Well, I mean, maybe, maybe not that many. I have no idea what your what your how many freaking movies do you have to do? Over two hundred. See, yeah, yeah, twenty to thirty. Yeah, definitely, I should <laughs> I should skip before coming back. Definitely, if, if not more. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I I don't want to become uh you know a a like having uh you know the guest starts like not him again you know. <laughs> oh, no, I'm sure everyone appreciates you being. On I there. doubt it. But anyway, oh well. oh well, it's cool. All right, cool, cool. Yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, fans. Um. Check it out. Um, buy uh, the merch. Uh, yeah, Daddy's buy, the merch. Um, buy the merch. Um, I, I, I'm doing a guitar version of the theme song. Mm. Uh, you, know, uh, <laughs> you, can, you can do our ad reads. Yes. Uh. <laughs> that's, right, that's right. That's right. I'm, I'm going to be at uh, Heller's Laugh Club. in. Uh, this <laughs> podcast was sponsored by Pepsi, by the way. <laughs> That's if you right, Pepsi if... and chicken. Yes. <laughs> KFC. Oh my Pepsi. god. <laughs> um. All right. An that's... American Pepsi, chicken and flight simulators. All right. I believe that's a podcast. Everyone. I believe you did great. Right. Goodbye, everyone. 
Down. 